0: And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. Hey, what's up, you guys? Jeff Cohn here with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country. Today, I have a very special guest and business partner, full disclosure, in Mr. Tyler Irons. Tyler hails from Lincoln, Nebraska, which is the capital of Nebraska. Tyler, welcome to the podcast today.
1: Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you having me back on again. Always a pleasure when you sit down and talk and ideate a little bit.
0: Hey, I'm looking forward to it. We have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Uh, But before we get into that conversation, I just want to thank Tyler for sponsoring the Team Building Summit. He's going to be one of our key sponsors um, helping to facilitate video production, pictures, and a handful of other things during the event. That's coming up June 1st through the 3rd. Um, for more information about the event and to take advantage of a $100 off discount, make sure when you're checking out, put in the word podcast, since you heard about it on the podcast, and you're going to get $100 off to make the total cost of the ticket $297. And that's going to be our full-on annual event. Uh, we should have a couple hundred people in attendance, tons of amazing keynotes, tons of amazing guest speakers that are ERS clients, thought leaders, roadrunners, team leaders from across the country. So Tyler spoke last year, did an amazing job and going to be coming out again this year to show support to the event. And we'll also be speaking during our uh, sponsor highlight. I think we're going to do like an hour TED Talk style where all the sponsors get to come on stage and talk about their products. But today we get to spend 15 or 20 minutes talking about Verily. I'm really excited about it. So share with the listeners, I know you shared this the last time, but for somebody that missed that episode, what industry did you come from and what is Verly?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I come from a marketing background, um, started off, you know, as an entrepreneur, got into marketing, pushing different, you know, my different businesses forward through marketing, using the internet. Then I opened up a digital marketing agency. So got into SEO, ad spend, things like that. You know, then I was able to really kind of dial in in 2016 into you know, what, what do I want to do long term? Um, where do I see myself? And I, I had a big draw into the technology sector. Uh, we'd always use, you know, technology to push all of our products forward. Uh, we were kind of at the forefront of innovation when it came from the marketing standpoint, but I wanted to actually go into more of the software and hardware side. Mm-hmm. So from there, we just, we, we kind of went all in and we under, you know, we understood early on that we had to get very niche into what we wanted to do. Because with technology and software, you can go so many different ways and then you just get so lost. So we, we zeroed in on real estate. Mm-hmm. So how can we develop the best technology and software for real estate? And that's how we came up with Verly, which is a play off the word virtual reality. Um, so most of our products have vir- like a VR component to them. So you, you can use them in augmented reality or virtual reality. Okay. And I know you and I met
0: all the way back in 2017-ish, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe yep, even a little before bit before that. Yeah. And we hired Verley because they were the only show-in-down that offered the Matterport solution where you could create essentially a 3D render of a property. I know Matterport still exists where you have the camera that spins and takes like a couple minutes It scans a room. And then anywhere you place that camera, it'll scan the room from different vantage points, which is 3D, my understanding is. But yep. something that you guys have developed is 60, and a lot of people don't know the the difference uh, between those two. So, what is 60 compared to 3D?
1: Yeah, so I mean, 3D stands for your three degree three degrees of movement, right? So you can move, you know, forward, backwards, um, left, and right. You look around, but you can't you can't move up, can't move down. You know, you can't go parallel. And 60 is just you know you're moving in six degrees of freedom. So just like you move in the real world, you can move in. The actual virtual reality world so you you put on your vr goggles and you can move anywhere around a home that's been built out in the 3D, just like you could if you're there in real life i love it and the way i always explain it to people i'm like yeah 3d is
0: okay like the matter port technology where you can like look at a room from one little vantage point six feet in the air but i think it'd be really cool if i could like fly up and look at the ceiling or go all the way down to the, an inch off of the floor look under countertops And 6D, what you guys have built is given the consumer the ability to create a custom home or commercial building um, that's never been built before. You can actually digitize it based off of, I think you guys had mentioned you use a CAD blueprint, and then you incorporate all the finishes, fixtures, and equipment, and you can lace all of that together. And I've seen it. They did it for my office two years ago, and it's a pretty amazing product. How would someone go and see examples of what we're talking about? Because a lot of people listening right now are like, Never even heard of it before.
1: Yep, absolutely. You can go to getverly.com and then, you know, just go up to services, drop down to 6D and there'll be plenty of examples right there. It's all interactive. You can click through it, mobile phone, desktop, from virtual reality goggles, however you prefer to experience it. Cool.
0: And I know one of the things you and I enjoy ideating around is kind of the future of residential real estate, but also home ownership. and. The, it, I think there's a lot of limitations right now that homeowners have when it comes to information surrounding the homes that they purchase, which we'll talk about a little bit today. Um, I also think there's a lot of limitations when agents try to say, oh, our brokerage has a lot of technology, or oh, I have a lot of technology, I embrace technology. Everyone that's hearing me to say that right now, like, stop for a second and think, what do you have? Because we're going to talk right now about what technology matters, what technology sets you apart, and what technology the consumer today and the consumer of the future will demand for you to earn the right to get to work with them or get to represent them. So first and foremost, just kind of kicking this off, I have my phone with me. And one of the pieces of technology that you develop is near field communication, yeah. NFC technology. You buy chips essentially that have logos on them. So here's an example. If you're watching this video, um, this is an NFC chip. It's just on top of a pop socket, nothing too fancy. But if Tyler were to hold up his iPhone or anyone were to have an Android phone and you touch the two together, the reader on the phone will populate a landing page. And we create whatever landing page we want. And our my landing page that I point people to has all of my contact information. So they have my Venmo account, my phone number, my email address, all my business assets, essentially. And if that doesn't work because the person has no idea how to read an NFC chip or doesn't want to, then they can just use my QR code. And so I keep as on dash on my uh, backs, backsplash on my phone is just a QR code someone can scan. And now the whole world knows how to do that and is used to that. Right. I was using QR codes all the way back in 2012 and text campaigns before people even knew what the digitized square meant. And today it's been totally adopted. So now I think that's one piece of technology. What have you seen as far as Verly's clients are concerned? I think you said you guys are in like 30 different states now. What are, yep. what are your clients experiencing when they roll out NFC for their agents? Yeah, I mean,
1: NFC is a huge... Um, wow factor, you know, it's very new to people. So a lot of people haven't experienced it and and anytime, you know, as a business or as a human that you can create other, you know, like first time experiences for other people that that's massive, um, as that, that those moments last forever. They remember Mm -hmm. the first time they saw something new, the first time they did it. Um, and, and a lot of people still haven't even experienced virtual reality, but from the NFC side, so many people like it one for, you know, recruiting, it's really big. If you can offer it to your agents. And then they can leverage that by offering it to their clients and giving it out, um, putting putting okay. their logo, their team on it as well.
0: And so, it's simple. I mean, if you're listening yeah.
1: to this, you have 100
0: agents, 1,000 agents. Verly can create NFC chips for all of your agents. Uh, but where we've also started using them a lot at KW Elite across Nebraska is every time our company takes a new listing, we have a new division called E7 Assist. And it's essentially the contract to close services provided to our agents And we will send every time we take a listing, we send the seller two cards, NFC cards that are super high quality. They're actually made out of metal. They look really fancy and those have a chip in them and if they put that chip to someone else's NFC reader, it will bring them to a link of the house, but not just any link. It'll take them to the custom link that we create at Verly that will drive leads to the agent that's giving them that card. So it's really neat. I think it's a neat way to establish when you say, oh, we use technology. Well, here's an example right here in our hands, NFC technology. Anyone can go buy it. You can go Google NFC and go order it online for like 50 bucks. Verly will make it a lot more economical and I think the biggest win of going through Verli is all the other tech products that come along with it. So uh, virtual reality, 3D and 6D. So if you rep, rep a builder with 6D, we can build renders of a home. If that builder builds 100 of those homes every year, you just need one. And what's cool is you can create toggle features. So if the builder has seven different types of finishes, fixtures and equipment that they want to incorporate into the build, we can have a button you can click and it changes all the carpet in one click of a button. And a lot of people get scared of virtual reality. I think they're intimidated by um, VR goggles. The neat thing about all of what we're talking about from a 60 to 3D render standpoint is you can use that technology on a phone on in 2 d or on a computer screen or on a tablet. You don't have to have a goggle on and you have the exact same experience with the exception of you're not fully immersed because you're just looking at a screen. But from a maneuverability standpoint,
1: it's the same, right? Yep, exactly. And I mean, most people don't even realize how much of their world is already augmented. You know, we use Snapchat filters, that's augmented reality. We use QR codes, that's augmented reality, things like that. I think a lot of people are are using VR and they're using AR in their day-to-day lives, but they don't even realize how much they actually use it already.
0: Hi, I'm Jeff Cohn, founder of Elite Real Estate Systems, today's
1: team coaching solution.
0: We're excited to invite you to our 2022 team building summit hosted by Elite Real Estate Systems and our industry partners. Join us in downtown Omaha, Nebraska from June 1st through June 3rd, 2022. Hear from high-level team leaders, broker owners, industry experts, and thought leaders from across the country, and learn from their business methodologies that made them dominant powerhouses. Learn more about this content-filled two-day event at the TeamBuildingsummit.com. Use discount code PODCAST for $100 off your future ticket purchase. See you in June so without going into some of the exciting stuff which we will hear in a couple of minutes about the future where we see the industry going and how we're going to better serve the consumer by some tech advancements that we've created what else does Verly currently offer in terms of technology and or marketing solutions for offices that work with you
1: yeah so you know one of the most important things we do as well is like we make sure that we're running the marketing side of your business because that's how we're actually taking you know, important technology, um, our listings, our our faces, and putting them in front of people at the right time, at the right moment, when they're actually looking for an agent, they're looking to sell their home. Um, so, you know, we we run display ads. We we have traditional print media, which is obviously has a huge place still. Um, we do uh, beyond that, everything from postcards are getting integrated into our our operating system, so you can just at a click of a button send out postcards. You can click of a button, have your face on a magazine. So all these little features of traditional marketing, but adding them into a technology standpoint as well.
0: Hmm. That's really impressive. I know you shared with me your operating system that you created and I was very impressed. So anyone out there thinking of like, A CRM system that you're on, Verly created a platform that allows you to go in, instead of having to call your marketing rep at Verly, you just have your own dashboard. All your agents have access to your own dashboard, and we can white label it. It doesn't even have to say Verly. It could be ABC Real Estate Company Marketing Dashboard. And there's a lot of different rev share options, and I know we don't need to go down that rabbit hole on the call today, but that's something, if you guys want more information on, go to getverly.com. You can set up a demo call with them. All right, let's get into some crazy stuff. Let's do it. Tyler and I are big nerds. I'll just admit it. I'm more of a nerd than I ever knew. And I just really enjoy technology. If I could do anything, when people always say, if you could do anything, what would it be? Like a guidance counselor. I'd want to talk about nerdy stuff that involves cameras, uh, 6D technology. Um, We have LiDAR that I know you've been playing with a little bit. Um, Let's start off by talking about the program, the grants that we've received from Nebraska and the different programs we're working on right now with different universities around the Lincoln area.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, Uh, we're just diving into deep well deep diving into um, working on getting drones that actually have built in LiDAR solutions with them so most drones currently have LiDAR and and if you don't know what LiDAR is um, if you know what sonar is it's sound waves uh, radars radio waves LiDAR is light reflection waves so it's bouncing light off and, and getting the return and then depth mapping what it what it sees so we're Designing drones that can go out manually, fly and LIDAR the property, and then return back to its starting location. And then depth map your entire house so that we can turn it into 3D and 60.
0: So there was a lot that was just said. So if you need to kit pause, rewind, hear that again. <clears throat> In layman's terms, instead of having to create a CAD blueprint off of CAD or grabbing an old blueprint, our drone will fly a property and create a blueprint, both interior and exterior blueprints using light. So it shoots light patterns around and then it can figure out an algorithm based on the light that captures back into the drone. You can do this right now with cameras. Um, It's just like like you said, what you're using for facial recognition. I didn't notice, I I have security cameras at my house and I saw the other day my daughter was getting home and she had her phone out and she didn't have her light on, but I saw light emitting and my security camera captured her LiDAR. If you just turn on your I think, it, I think it's always on actually, or when she clicked on the side button, but it looked like she was like, had her a glow on her face, but it was just on the camera. You don't actually see it. So yeah. it's like invisible. Yeah. damn kind of cool. Yeah. That's what it is. just it's like sonar radio is literally, literally what it is. Yeah. It's literally invisible. Yep. All right. So <clears throat> Tyler and I have been visiting with a company that's located in Hong Kong. We're working on entering into a joint venture to bring a piece of technology to the United States that doesn't exist here yet. Um, The U.S. is typically two to three years behind the eight ball when it comes to technology. A lot of people already know this. They want to fight against it. Um, Apple, for example, people think Apple's the best. Apple, I think, is the best because it integrates so well with everything. And apps are typically built for the platform because the majority of users have it. But it's not the most advanced technology. Android has the most advanced technology. Apple actually uses a strategy that I call R&D, which is rip and duplicate. They wait for Android to fail and to win, and they figure out what the wins are. And then they adopt the wins into their platform, in my opinion. So we're jumping ahead probably three years in the advancement of the technology we're experiencing in the United States, especially in the residential real estate industry. And I won't say too much because uh, we haven't signed all the final documents to finalize our our contract with Hong Kong, but we're going to have a couple thousand cameras that have been built using fish lens versus the scan technology, which makes it a lot faster. And what makes these cameras unique is they have LIDAR integrated into them and the future There's a lot of different plays, but one that a lot of you are hearing, the words NFT, or sorry, NFT, non-fungible token, we believe that there's gonna be a big opportunity, this isn't new, people have already talked about this, but where there's a play with real estate. But the thing I'm most excited about isn't talking about the NFT play, which is one of our plays, but it's validating a home using 6D, which would be part of the NFT play. Also, if you've heard of blockchain serving as the future title solution, so people right now, you, in most most states are title states, they have title plants, and they verify that the home is actually owned by the person selling it through the title process. Well, there's a lot of people saying that all of that title work is going to get transferred into blockchain. Essentially, it's going to live in the cloud. That's secure. And the end-all, be-all, in my opinion, to validate a property will be that that property will come with a 60 scan. And in that 60 scan, Tyler and I have been ideating around different lenses, if you want to call them lenses. And so there will be a consumer lens, just like Zillow right now. You could go out and you could look at my house on Zillow. You could look at most people listening to house, if it had ever been listed on the MLS. There's a lens where the consumer can go look at it. Then there will be a lens for the homeowner, a homeowner lens. And then there will be a lens for third-party apps or third-party companies. And I wanted to chat with you a little bit about that today. I know you and I have spent hundreds of hours on this topic, but yep. which, what part of that are you most excited about? Why don't you ideate for a little bit for our listeners?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm probably most excited about the third-party integrations. Um, I, I think they're the ones who need the data the most and, and have the least access to the property. So, I mean, think about like an insurance company who needs to, you know, insure a house and they, and they need to get an accurate estimate. Well, now they don't, they they can also get the interior and exterior and have the the drone, have the 6D interactive tour all, all logged in with their actual quote. So one, it helps the consumer lower rates, you know, and get more accurate coverage. So you're Mm -hmm. not paying for coverage you don't need or don't want or overpaying or underpaying, you know, um, and and then it just expedites the entire insurance industry. So I, I think, I think it will, will really revolutionize you know, insurance, mortgage, appraisals, uh, appraisals, real estate transaction. I mean, just the entirety of the homeowning experience from the, you know, the, the third party companies that interact so much day to day with it. 100%.
0: And there's about, I think on Wikipedia, it says there's about a 100 million houses or domiciles. So this isn't an easy task to go get, create a 60 render. But for anyone already being a naysayer saying, well, that's impossible, Google did it. Google map every street in the world. I mean, they're, that's their goal, and of course, streets continue to get put in, but most major cities across the United States, most major streets across the United States, Google has sent a car, a physical car, not even self-driving, I don't think, in most places, because it's not legal yet, with a sixty camera. Why would it be hard now, if the, a car can go drive every road, to put a drone in every house? And that's what we are doing. And our technology will allow us not only to put the drone through the house and create the render that people can go and see, but it can also look for products in the house. So back to your sentiment around third third party apps, <clears throat> we see there being a play where the consumer will be incentivized to create a 6D render and allow people to see their house because this obviously would be illegal if they didn't release this and make it um, sync it with Google Maps, for example. But assuming that they do make it legal, the reason that I think a lot of consumers will choose to make their house public is there's going to be a way that they can monetize the access to the 60. One of the ways they'll monetize is that people can go into their house and see what finishes, fixtures, and equipment they have. And they can add those to a cart, no different than when you're on the Amazon cart. So you could buy product off of people's houses versus buying product off of a store. And when they buy the product from the house, the store that that actually is being provided by will give a rev share to both the platform that we own that's going to house all of this as well as that third-party person yep so there's nothing i've seen like that in the industry i know Literally house, dot com was one of the first, I think I ever saw that had little links inside of houses. You could click on those links, learn more about finishes, fixtures, and equipment, go and buy those things. And I'm sure house got some type of return on that investment. But where I get excited about this technology is the third-party companies that as a homeowner, you will allow to market to you. Up to this point, as, as we've been marketed to by every company out there on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, LinkedIn, Google, We are the product. And Social Dilemma on Netflix talks about this. We are the product. So Coca-Cola goes to Google and says, hey, I need eyeballs on a Coca-Cola ad. I'm gonna spend $5 million this month and we just want everybody to see Coca-Cola ads. Or people that said the word drink or people that said the word Or There's certain words that people will say and Coke has figured out those are the people most likely to buy a Coke. And so they run ads to you. But nobody has gotten into the house other than maybe your Alexa, Or, you know, your Echo, your uh, Google Play, there's several devices that might be listening in the house, but nobody can see inside the house. There's no option for that. No bot can scrub what's in your house. So where I see marketing, and I have no problem with marketing, if it's custom marketing for stuff I want to see, people get all weird about it. I I prefer it. Yeah. I want Netflix to make recommendations based on stuff I like to watch. I want YouTube to recommend videos that they know I like to watch. I want Facebook to tell me about the friends who I like to click on and not the people that I don't click on. I'm good. As long as we all know it's happening, let's use it to our advantage. So I have a vision where, and I, I would love to hear your opinion on this topic as well, but I would love, I have this vision that third-party companies will be able to market to us based on our house. So what that might look like is a home improvement store could send me a link on my phone. I'd get a notification and they'd say, click here to see an, an opportunity to have your kitchen redone. But when I click on the ad, it's not just going to tell me the price to redo my kitchen. It's going to be my kitchen redone. And I can put my goggles on my Oculus Quest goggles. which I think they're calling a meta quest now Throw my goggles on and I get to walk this new kitchen and I get to check out and have a contractor at my house in the next three to five business days. And in their little bid, it'll include the person that's going to do the work when the work's going to be done, all the finishes, fixtures, equipment necessary to get the job done. And then I pay with my Bitcoin and I'm done. I mean, it just will literally
1: augment your existing home so you see what the finished product will look like.
0: And there's already a lot of this out there a lot of people don't know about. Um, I know Amazon incorporates augmented reality. I bought a gun safe recently, and it said, hey, place your gun safe next to your end table. It was like one of the ones that takes your fingerprint. And I could just hold my phone up and literally set the gun case on my end table to see exactly what it would look like in real life. And I've heard there's lots of other applications like that. I haven't seen a lot more. Have you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Lots of the furniture places, you know, all have it now. So if you're looking to buy furniture, you know, most of them have an app. You can throw whatever couch you're thinking about and see what it looks like in your living room, you know, feel feel the spacing. Right. It's pretty incredible. So same thing. Obviously, you'll be able to do paint. I mean, everything you
0: can think of, it will be digitized. So when people ask me, they're like, wait a second. So like what physical brick and mortar would you need to go to? And I think about this for everything. And my answer is None. The whole world that we have come, we've grown up in, that has is a physical world or an analog world. Digital um, technology has continually worked to replace the necessity of analog. The reason is always efficiency, and it's not always efficient. In the progression of looking for efficiencies, we've been inefficient, but in time, digital will win. And so people will call us crazy today just as much as they called people crazy in the day in the 90s when the internet started to come to be. And people are like, no one's going to buy a pizza on the internet. Right. And then so when Bitcoin came to be, it's like people are like, no one's going to spend money on Bitcoin. I think the first purchase was a pizza. It was. Man. I think it was one Bitcoin for a Domino's pizza. It was like 20 Bitcoin. <laughs> come on. Like are crazy. you serious? Yeah,
1: yeah. It was like insane. I can't remember what the exact- two million dollar
0: pizza. Yeah. So we believe that the future will be the majority of things will be done digitally. And so you start thinking about houses. So the last thing I want to talk about was this idea behind Carfax. Carfax lets you know every person that owned the car, but then you also know all the accidents, all the incidents that ever took place with the car. Homes don't have that. All you have is the seller filling out a disclosure form. You're hoping they're honest in a seller property condition. But there's nothing else. And it's like, once you own a house, right now, I'll challenge everyone listening, where's your purchase agreement from when you bought the house? Where's the seller-seller property condition disclosure? Where's the home inspection? Where's your home warranty contract? And maybe some of you up to this point, 10% of the listeners have said, well, I have all that, or I could find it. Cool, tell me this. Does the home you live in, did it have any work done before you lived there? Who did the work? When was the work done? Where did they source their products? What kind of warranty was included? Where would you need to go if you wanted them to come back and continue the work? And what exactly was the work, did the work entail? In our 60 render, one of the lenses will be homeowner lens. And every time you have a contractor come into the house, literally you can do the contract in blockchain and they can, all the work that they do physically on your home, you'll highlight that in your 60 render. You'll take a new picture. And you'll know exactly where the work was done, who did the work, the contract that's on the work, the paperwork that was signed digitally for the work. And when the next person takes ownership, they're going to demand there's a 6D render that comes with it to validate that that house exists, to validate all the work that's been up done up to that point. You won't buy products unless there's a 6D version that comes with it, in my opinion.
1: I agree 100%. The world's going to change. And I think it'll happen much quicker than, you know, even, you know, than the internet came on before it. Things just move so fast right now, and people are adapting so quick to, to technology. I think it's un-
0: insane. It doesn't exist. So like right now, if I went onto the street and sold this phone, this is, a, I think, an iPhone 12, um, I it's probably worth 500 bucks, 400, I don't know, call it 300 bucks used. If I went onto eBay or tried to sell it on Facebook Marketplace, and someone drives to my house, or we meet somewhere safe at Walmart or in the parking lot under cameras. How do they know this is really an Apple phone? How do they know that I own this phone? And it wasn't stolen. Why is there not a validation process? Why does that not exist? It's unbelievable. And now you go into something like expensive sunglasses or purses or horses. People sell to horses all the time or name any product you can possibly think of.
1: Yep. Jewelry. I mean, just everything everything.
0: Cars, my brother and I were talking about this recently. He's an attorney. And we were talking about the necessity of titles and a lot of like dirt bikes and side-by-sides and vehicles and boats have titles. And I was like, why do those have titles? Like, why doesn't your sofa have a title? And he said, the reason being is they didn't know when, when land existed, you had your deed or title on your land. Well, then cars came about and they're really expensive or, you know, maybe this even happened in horse and buggy days. I don't know. And here we go to IDA but he said the law had to have something in place that validated if someone were to take, you couldn't take land and go somewhere else, but you could take a car or and you could go somewhere else with it. So when you go somewhere else to another state, another country, and they go to sell it, how do you know that it's actually theirs? There was that process of owning a deed, having a deed or a title to prove it's yours, right? That's my understanding. Yep. So why don't we have that same process with everything? How do I prove when I go to sell something that it's mine, blockchain, is going to solve that problem. And I like to just say validate because it makes sense of everything. Everything we own that that transfers ownership, both analog items and digital items or non-fungible tokens, will have a validation process so that you know it's real and it's authentic. And I see that for residential real estate, which is the most expensive analog item that anyone owns in a lifetime. I see that in that industry more than any other. Yep. I think you nailed it.
1: That's it right there.
0: (laughs) It'll come quick too. It's going to be here really quick. So one of the things that Verly is working on, and I believe we're one of the first ever, is to create a platform where the average Joe consumer can mint their NFT on our site. Minting is where it's the, you you share with us, what is minting?
1: Yeah. Minting is just where you're validating, verifying your ownership of, you know, your asset, whatever you're creating. It it could be an NFT digital art or it could be, um, like we're talking about a home in real yep. life.
0: just So the home application, let's say somebody, they live in Scottsdale. We'll use Scottsdale again as an example. Um, they're in Scottsdale, Arizona. They own a home. Um, they decide, hey, I want to mint that. And I'm going to add that to the Google map. And I want people to be able to come into my 6D render. So they'll apply with Verley. Um, we'll allow them to mint it for free. We'll file at the courthouse in the county that they are in um, a lien, essentially, against their house. That incorporates an additional layer to that property. No different than like mineral rights would be a layer to a deed, but this is going to be an NFT layer to that particular property. So when that property sells that person that buys, it is going to need to have access to or ownership of the NFT. Is
1: that right? Well, yeah, it's a subsurface layer. So you can either sell it with the house or you can keep it and sell the house. It's you can subdivide it off. And the, and the United States is one of the few countries that have that allows subsurface layers where you can sell off parts of land and physical land and property without selling all of it. Perfect. Yeah, no different. Like you
0: mentioned earlier about mineral rights, where, you know, let's say someone's mining for gold or oil in Texas. You can own the oil under the ground. You can own the gold in the mine, but not necessarily the land on top. Right. So somebody may buy the next house and have access to that house fax, if you will, that NFT um, of that particular property, the 60 scan, but not own it. But they will still want to validate it. They'll still want validation and say, hey, is this legit? Does, is it, does this exist? Is this for that house? And like I said earlier, I think that's going to be the future of title. And you, like you mentioned, it's going to eliminate the need. Insurance should be way less expensive because insurance companies will have a site map of every house and we're going to keep those updated. We're going to have bots that can actually scan with the drone. So that could be a yearly validation of the property to get the certain discount that the insurance company offers. Appraisers will not need to physically go to houses. That'll all be done virtually because you now have the scan to look at the inside and the outside. The scan will include an exterior drone. Mm-hmm. The drone will fly in and out. And then. Um, the pra- that we said appraisers, we said insurance companies and municipalities. Yep. So you got fire, you've got police, you got FBI, ATF, CIA. All of them can send teams in to create recording devices and get a s- scope of what's inside the house. But how great would it be to actually just have a 3D render? Right. And we've only talked about residential. Yep. So there's a whole other world out there of commercial that we've chatted about a little bit. Um. For those that are still here hanging on to this episode, I know for some it's like, this is too much. You can't handle it. It is the future. It is happening. We, we're we going to be one of the first dominoes. It's, it's multi-trillion dollar industry. And our belief is that every physical space for a while will be a hybrid. So it's not going to all physical spaces won't go away right away. Eventually, they will just be a place that like a ghost kitchen will be a place where product is stored. Humans won't physically go there. Drones will drive there and pick things up and drive away. But for a while, I believe spaces will be a lot like an Apple store. And I think Apple was 10 years ahead of of most other companies. You won't go to the store to bring a product home with you. You'll go to a store to touch the product, play with the product, be trained on how to use the product, maybe buy accessories for the product, but you're going to order the product online. It's going to be delivered to you by a drone or by a human right now, um, with an Amazon delivery or whatever the case might be. But there's going to be an interesting, in my opinion, ten-year time frame over the next ten years where businesses that exist physically, where you can go pick something up, that's can, that's a luxury to get to go to a store and grab a basketball. Mm-hmm why aren't I going to the sporting goods store and touch the basketball or the golf clubs or the, cl- the glove I put on my hand or list a thousand other things and then they ship it to me from a C-minus commercial space where it's not expensive to store goods rather than having all those products sitting in an A-plus space. It's it's insane the way that commerce has existed right. up to this point. Yep. So we believe that creating a 6D render with an NFT attached is going to also be a way to make it so that the consumer can go shopping not in the way we've been shopping for the last 10 years online, which was simply the first way that people came up with how to shop. I think people would rather shop virtually with 6D headsets in the store that they're used to going to physically. And so all of the, that store will exist. We'll fly our drones through the store every morning at 6 a.m. after the store gets stocked. You can still buy all the same products, um, but now you're going to have way more information about those products. And so where I'll challenge people right now, if you're at Walmart, and I'll use that as an example because it's the majority of people probably go to Walmart. If you're at Walmart and you grab a basketball off the shelf and you're wondering if that deal on that basketball is a good deal, you're wondering, what do other people think about that basketball? You're wondering, am I getting a good price? Are there other discounts out there? What do you do? If you're smart, you use Google lens. Google has an app where you can put the lens on any product and it'll populate all those products on a shopping page, or you can use Amazon for the same thing. Why doesn't Walmart have a
1: lens? Right. Yeah, Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, imagine like, you know, your kids call you in, you know, tell you at night, like, hey, I got a project tomorrow. I need a, a poster board. Just throw on your VR headset. I'm at Walmart. Just fly through the aisles. Pick what, you know, the colors, the markers, blah, blah, blah. Click it all. Check out. Take my my VR off. Keep helping my kid. Five minutes later, knock on the door. All my stuff's delivered to
0: me. Dude, I get shivers. No, yep. That's the future. Because that's what it's going to be. Did you guys hear that? I mean, that that's a real life, stupid little example of, oh, I got to go to the store. And I, we have the luxury. We live in relatively smaller cities, I can get to a Walmart and get home in 15, 20 minutes round trip. Most places, you're 40, 45 minutes, you might have traffic, you might have a toll booth, you might have all these other hindrances of having to travel, maybe it's dangerous. Why, why are we physically going anywhere? Like, why has travel like, why is this analog world even here? Like, and this is where a lot of people listening, if you're into technology, you're like, yeah, we agree. People right now I heard like the cool thing to do and we'll close on this. Okay. I was watching a documentary recently about ghost kitchens. And for anyone that hasn't heard of that, do you know what a ghost kitchen is? I do. Well, you share with everyone about it.
1: So, I mean, imagine you're going to order McDonald's, right, from DoorDash. Yeah. But instead of McDonald's having to make all their their burgers at the McDonald's retail location, you know, prime location, they make it in industrial space somewhere. And they just have a little McDonald's factory that's just making all their online orders and delivering them.
0: So, for those listening to this, is that, would that upset anyone? You think of the McDonald's you typically would go to, and McDonald's is obviously the example. Think of a nice restaurant. You can go take takeout. Everyone has takeout now. What if the food that was coming to your house wasn't being cooked at the restaurant you ordered it from? You called in the number at that restaurant, but the food's all being prepared somewhere else by a different chef. It's the exact same recipe, same food, everything. Well, there's kitchens that don't just cook for one restaurant. They cook for 30 restaurants. There's kitchens that computers are doing the cooking. So you go to the restaurant and you see a human throwing the dough in the air, you go to the ghost kitchen, it's a computer, just like Tesla, that's making cars, but it's computers making pizzas. That's the future. It is. So it's pretty fascinating as we watch kind of all of this unfold. Of course, we can just take advantage of all these luxuries. And one of the, the joke I was going to make what I saw in this documentary is what people are doing now is they'll order an appetizer off DoorDash or uber eats or whatever and they'll get their appetizer and then like right when it arrives they hit they hit order for their main dish from a different place and then right when that arrives they hit order for their dessert from a different place yep. there's no longer a world where i have to go to one restaurant to get my appetizer and my main course and my dessert i can get it from three right. i can do whatever i want whenever i want at my fingertips it's easy you just pull out your phone and you order it so how does that impact residential real estate how does that impact commercial real estate what's the next 10 years look like that's what Verly's all about. It's looking at the tech solutions to make our lives easier, to save us time and money, and put more money back in our pocket and back into the pocket of our consumer. That's it. Fun Thank stuff. You. Amazing. I love, love talking it. about yeah. this. So we'll definitely get you back on. For those that haven't already bought a ticket, go out to the teambuildingsummit.com. Make sure to put the word podcast at the top. You'll get $100 off your ticket. Normally $4, nine, or $397. we are brought the cost down to cost. It's 297 two-day, all-day event. Um, The night before we do a registration party, we have a silent disco. The after-hour stuff is just as amazing as all of the content that we have to share during hours. Tons of big breaks. We have a few surprises this year that we've never done in the past. You don't want to miss out. June 1st through the 3rd, downtown Omaha, Nebraska. It's a great time to be in Omaha. Beautiful weather. It's a beautiful area town. It's five minutes from the airport. So people that want to give us a bad rap for being like one of the top 50 cities in America, uh, you can get to our event in five minutes. Five minutes in an Uber. Um, it's at a capital Marriott. It's like a Marriott event center. It's one of the nicest hotels in Nebraska. And the whole event is in the same place. So you're not walking like a, I go to Vegas and I'm walking 27 minutes to get to something and then back somewhere else another 25 minutes. Yep. It's all in one place. We don't make it virtual. We did in th- years past. We're not making this virtual. If you want to go, you need to come. You need to be here. We're not going to let anyone have access virtually. We want you guys to be here. We want to be able to ideate around these topics, as well as ancillary businesses, team building, brokerage ownership, mortgage title, insurance, investing, and of course, technology. Absolutely. Tyler, thank you so much. Tell us again, how do we get in touch with you if we have any follow-up questions to any of this?
1: Yep. You can reach out at getverly.com. Uh, we have a contact page. You can give us a call at our office. All the information's at getverly.com, which is G-E-T-V-R-L-Y.com. Awesome.
0: Appreciate you coming on today.
1: Thanks, Jeff.